everyone. This is Jackie Cooper with Crypto Mom 2. And I want to welcome everyone back to this short episode. For everyone who's coming back to Crypto Mom 2 for the first time, um, keep in mind that these shows are not financial advice. You have to invest at your own risk. And you have to do your research and talk to your professional advisors. Uh, just a little bit of background about me. Uh, my background is that I am an attorney. I am a nationally board certified um, educator, and I'm also a single mom as well as a Bitcoin miner, hence my um, QR code on that side. So um, again, when you are, um, you know, everything's reversed on, on video. So for those that are on the audio, uh, definitely hop on over to my YouTube, definitely like and subscribe to both the talk show side as well as the YouTube side. I'm definitely trying to build that up this year. I do have over 20,000 connections on all my social media platform, plus more growing. Um, and I love to hear from everyone um, who is in my connection space. So I just came back from the Bitcoin 2022 event and I am slowly rolling out all the things that I've learned. And it was phenomenal. I was on the Bitcoin mining stage. I was on the open source stage. I was um, at the exhibit area and I was over in the registration area talking to different whales and other individuals. And it was definitely um, a great time for all. And we had both education as well as networking and also great music too. So um, it was great. Today, I am going to be doing something that I don't normally do. Um, we're going to take a short dive into some of the financial markets. Now, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't understand it all. So for those that are, um, you know, listening and um, maybe more knowledgeable than me, then definitely um, reach out and we can chat about this on future shows. But I am seeing more and more about um, the narrative about Bitcoin and um, futures and exchange traded funds. And so um, I really thought it was important for me to kind of start um, learning about this and having this conversation. So um, the this information I was able to um, garnering from the state of crypto. So I'm going to give them credit for what I'm reading right now and what we're going to be talking about. But Bitcoin future exchanges, um, traded fund exchanges, um, you know, are looked at by the SEC. And according to this article, another one was approved in the U.S. market this week. And again, I'm not saying that the one that we're talking about is something that should, should go in and, and trade on or do anything about that. I'm simply providing information because I personally, um, I'm in the Bitcoin community, but I'm learning about what these, um, you know, exchange traded funds are. And so again, um, I want to kind of just put that out there. I'd love to have someone else hop on so we can have a more uh, in-depth conversation. So according to this article, um, why it matters is that a spot Bitcoin ETF would trade based on the price of Bitcoin as opposed to futures ETFs, uh, which trade based on the price of Bitcoin futures. And I know that, you know, all of us kind of speculate where is Bitcoin going? Bitcoin futures are a smaller market than spot Bitcoin and aren't directly correlated to the price of Bitcoin since, again, they are futures. Um, crypto industry proponents have been calling for a spot 
spot ETF as a safe way for traders to enter the Bitcoin market without directly investing in the cryptocurrency itself. That's interesting to me um, on how that works. Again, I'm going to have to do my own research, but this kind of piqued my interest. And so that's why I wanted to share it with everyone. So you can also do your own research. So uh, this article continues and I'm sharing this because I'm on the video side, but also I have my audio going. And so that way, for those that are on the audio side, you'll understand a little bit more about what I'm sharing on screen. So breaking it down, the US Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, approved a Bitcoin futures ETF last week. Unlike previous futures ETF applications, this one was filed under the 33 Act or the Securities Act of 1933 and the 34 Act, or the Securities Exchange Act of 1934. All the past Bitcoin future um, ETFs were filed under the 40 Act, the Investment Company Act of 1940. So just as a takeaway from this, three different acts. Maybe in a future episode, we'll go into what the 33 Act, 34 Act, and the 40 Act actually encompass. But for the moment, um, just keep in mind that uh, these are there are three different acts um, that people are filing under. So um, let's keep on going down. So the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler, said last year he felt more comfortable with the 40 Act funds because of the investor protections enshrined within the law, as well as the market surveillance tools overseeing the futures market. The bulk of the volume on the Chicago exchange, um, uh, a traditional firm with long-standing surveillance tools in place. So the SEC recent rejection orders seem to echo this premise. The commission concludes that BZX has not met its burden under the Exchange Act and the commission's rule for a practice to demonstrate that its proposal is consistent with the requirement of the Exchange Act, Section 6B5, and in particular, the requirement that the rules of a national securities exchange be designed to prevent fraudulent, manipulative acts and practices and protect investors and the public interest. So they rejected the ARK21 shares Bitcoin ETF. The SEC used identical language a month earlier in rejecting the NYDIG, New York DIG, Bitcoin ETF. And I do follow NYDIG um, as a newsletter, just FYI. They have a lot of good information in there. But people want a Bitcoin ETF, according to this article. Um, as NASDAQ survey of 500 financial advisors found that 72% would be more comfortable investing in crypto if there was a spot ETF. Uh, again, um, not sure who they were um, researching, but if you click on the NASDAQ survey in the article, I'm sure they will have a list of that. An important caveat here is that this survey was of 500 financial advisors who are already considering allocating funds to crypto. And so the respondents weren't necessarily representatives of financial advisors at large in the United States. So um, the article continues and I'm trying to give you a summary. So let me continue scrolling down. Um, Grayscale has already argued that the previous future ETF approvals created ground for approval of a spot ETF. Grayscale filed to convert its Grayscale Bitcoin trust to an ETF. Interesting, okay. Um, let me keep on going down to see what other highlights for you um, that you might want to know. So um, 
basically the agency has also said it's concerned that the crypto spot exchanges are themselves unregulated left unsaid is that um, they are unregulated at the federal level not the state level as every u.s crypto exchange is supposed to be so that is something a takeaway you have federal laws you have to have state laws and so again depending upon the state that you're in there'll be regulations given the sec has consistently expressed concerns about market manipulation and rejecting spot bitcoin etf applications it seems likely to the author of who i'm reading um, the information from that the agency will continue to reject spot etf applications at least for the foreseeable future but i want to scroll back up to the top because i want to again um just kind of go back and reflect so again the at the top of the our our conversation today i was saying that another bitcoin future exchange traded fund was approved in the u.s market last week and unlike the case for the others the way it's structured opens the door for a spot bitcoin etf something the industry has long clamored for and recent spot bitcoin etf rejections however suggest it may not be that simple so i'm going to stop sharing for the moment Again, this whole area of features and um, exchanges, I'll be exploring more over the next year, but I wanted to kind of dip my toe in and I welcome anyone to kind of come back on the show so we can have a more in-depth conversation as I learn more about this, because for me, I'm all about the coin and I haven't looked at any of these other um, layers to this, but I know that this is all part of a portfolio planning, again, invest um, at your own risk. The shows are not financial advice. You have to do your own research. Um, but I do want to mention one thing that is near and dear to my heart. If you do not have a um, an estate plan, or if you don't have an up-to-date will, or if you have not shared with your family how you're investing or what you're kind of dabbling in, um, I that is the purpose of my consulting. So definitely reach out to me so we can discuss um, how you can have the proper information collected, the proper paperwork in place. So that way you and your family um, and company can be um, more um, aligned with uh, the goals that you have put into place for your future and what you are thinking about doing. I will have links below. Again, I'm here to support and answer any questions. And I definitely have a lot of questions myself because I'm learning in this space. Reach out to me. And again, remember, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. We're all connected. We're one world and have a great day. Bye guys.